Hello and welcome to Christchurch Winchester's online service this Sunday morning. It's amazing to have you with us, especially if you're new or you haven't been for a while. Um, a really warm welcome to everyone. Um, my name's Jonah and um, our service today doesn't actually start for another 15 minutes. So you've still got plenty of time to go and get yourself a tea or a coffee. Um, hot chocolate's my personal favourite, so I would recommend that, preferably with cream and marshmallows. Um, but, you know, that's just me. Um, and then um, come back in time for our service, which is going to start at 10. Speaking of the service, um, it's rather special today. Um, Download, which is our youth group for school years 10 to 13, is going to be leading the entire service, um, which is why I'm here in the middle of the field um, talking to my phone, probably looking like a bit of an idiot now I think about it, um, in order to record this intro. Um, but um, anyway, um, on the topic of this field actually, um, I've got a burning question for you all, which is basically, why, why are the outer row of plants on this field, and actually all the fields around it for that matter, um, yellow? You might notice, hopefully you can see in the camera, um, but all these plants are yellow and then the rest of the field is obviously green. Um, and I can't work out for the life of me why, um, especially because we, we saw the farmer um, going around with some sort of spray thing and spraying the plants, um, which is why I guess they look kind of um, yellow and dead. Um, but I can't, yeah, like what, why would he do that? Why would you just kill off the outer, outer row of plants? It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know your answers down in the comments section if you're watching on Facebook, because um, generally I have no idea. Um, is, it, is it like he's trying to contact extraterrestrial life? I don't know. Um, but yeah, put your answer down in the comments if you're watching on Facebook. Um, if you're not watching on Facebook, um, do just have a good think about it at home. Because um, I've, I've been having this question for weeks and I can't work it out. Um, but you're probably all a lot smarter than me, so hopefully you come up with an answer. Um, and while you try and think about it, um, there's going to be a clip playing with some of our downloaders. Thank you. Hi, I'm Beth and I've been reading Joshua, all about God fighting our battles. There you go. Hi, I'm Gabriella, and this is my Bible. My Bible is another way for God to communicate with me. Hi, I'm Millie, and I've been reading Ephesians 2, which tells us that we've been saved by grace and how much Jesus really loves us. Hi, uh, I'm Ben, and I've been reading Corinthians because it talks about the importance of generosity. Hi, I'm Mercy, and this is my Bible. And a passage that really stands out for me is Ephesians 5, uh, verse 32, which says, uh, Be kind and tenderhearted to one another, and forgive one another as God has forgiven you through Christ. I've been reading Deuteronomy. It's all about forbidden foods. Hi, I'm Sam, and recently I've been reading Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5 six and seven and yeah I like it because it's just a good way um, of getting instructions on how to live and Jesus said it so straight from the horse's mouth and yeah that's why I like it. I'm Eleanor and I've been reading Revelation. <laughs> My favourite Bible story is when Jezebel gets chucked out the window. This is my Bible and I love it because it's God's love letter to me and it builds 
my confidence in his character. Hey, I'm Izzy, and this week I've been reading Kings, and it's taught me that following God is always the best way. My favourite part of the Bible is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, where Paul says to us that God's grace is sufficient for us, even when we're at our weakest. Hi, my name is Roisin and I've been reading Philippians and it has been teaching me all about how um, we should trust in God. Hi, I'm Isaac. I've been reading John 16.33. It says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. I like this verse because it reminds me that no matter what the situation outside, I know that God's plan will be done. Thank you. Hi, I'm James and I've been reading Acts, learning about how the early church spread and how God helped the disciples do that. Oh, thanks. Um, my name's James and recently I've been reading Psalm, specifically Psalm 55, where it says for me, As for me, I call to God and the Lord saves me. Even morning and noon, I cry distress. This gives me confidence in God and he will rescue me from distress. Recently, I've been reading Job 38 to the end of the book because it reminds me of God's amazing power over all things. Oh, thank you, the Bible. There is so much wisdom in this book. I've based my life on trying to live in the way that it says and it's done me so much good. Thank you. Oh, thanks. This week I've been reading Ecclesiastes. It's just reminded me that there's real wisdom in the Bible um, and God wants to share it with us. Thanks. I'm Sam and I've been reading Philippians and about how God wants us to pray about our worries. Hello um, and good morning. Um, especially if you've just joined us for Christchurch's online service. Um, yeah, it's really great to see you. Um, you haven't missed anything. Our service doesn't start till 10, so still got some time to get yourself some refreshments um, and then come back in a couple of minutes. Now, um, you may have realised by now um, that I'm not actually Jack Percy. Um, and what this does mean is that, unfortunately, Dodger will not be making an appearance um, in this week's intro. I do apologise, but it's actually sadder than that. Um, I don't know how to put this. Basically, behind me, in this very field, a couple of days ago, there were hundreds and hundreds of sheep just, you know, sitting there, chomping away on some grass, doing whatever other things sheep do. Um, and I thought, you know what will make everyone really happy? Is if I come, I trek across a couple of kilometres of field, set up my tripod, my camera, everything, sit down here um, and yeah, record a, record a nice little intro of some sheep in the background. You know, everyone forgive me that I don't have Dodger. Um, you know, you'll have a good time, I'll have a good time. But no, I turn up here, sheep are gone. I mean, look, that, that, you can see there, there's like wool stuck on the fence. They were definitely here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Abducted by aliens. Possibly. I'm just a bit fed up, really. Like, I had a script prepared. There were going to be puns. It was going to be funny. Like, really, it's your loss, not mine. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm here now, though. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I've just got to make the most of it. Um, so I've done a bit of thinking on the spot. Um, and, yeah, this is what I've come up with. What do you... What, what, what reminds you of sheep? What, what are sheep like? Um... What's associated with sheep? 
and I came up with, um, well, you shear sheep, right? You shear, you shear some sheep. Um, and actually, um, I've been sheared recently. So it's my, it's my very tenuous link, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, some of you might know recently I've had a quarantine cut, um, which for me is actually quite a big deal. Like, you know, as of a couple of weeks ago, my hair has always been pretty long. Um, definitely not a grade four all over, um, which is what it is now. Um, but um, yeah, I'm still here, so enjoy mine. Um, so maybe we have a little drum roll at home. Um, I'll do the big reveal. Um, here we go. Ta-da! Um, sorry, it's probably really anticlimactic. I'm sorry, but this is the best I could do. Um, but yeah, I'm now faced with the dilemma. Do I keep it like this, or um, do I grow it out again? Um, I'm not actually very sure. Uh, I, t I can tell you, it's a lot less effort like this. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe um, give me some, give me some ideas down in the comments. What should I do? Um, is that a bit weird asking a church congregation for hairstyle advice? Probably. Um, oh well, it's a bit late now. Um, and that is actually um, all I've got time for right now. Don't worry, I will be back. You haven't got rid of me that easily. Thank you. Hi, I'm Beth, and I've been reading Joshua, all about God fighting our battles. There you go. Hi, I'm Gabriella, and this is my Bible. My Bible is another way for God to communicate with me. Hi, I'm Millie, and I've been reading Ephesians 2, which tells us that we've been saved by grace and how much Jesus really loves us. Hi, uh, I'm Ben, and I've been reading Corinthians because it talks about the importance of generosity. Hi, I'm Mercy, and this is my Bible. And a passage that really stands out for me is Ephesians 5, uh, verse 32, which says, uh, Be kind and tenderhearted to one another, and forgive one another as God has forgiven you through Christ. I've been reading Deuteronomy. It's all about forbidden foods. Hi, I'm Sam, and recently I've been reading Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, 6 and 7, and yeah, I like it because it's just a good way um, of getting instructions on how to live, and Jesus said it, so straight from the horse's mouth, and yeah, that's why I like it. I'm Eleanor, and I've been reading Revelation. <laughs> My favourite Bible story is when Jezebel got shot out the window. This is my Bible and I love it because it's God's love letter to me and it builds my confidence in his character. Hey, I'm Izzy and this week I've been reading Kings and it's taught me that following God is always the best way. My favourite part of the Bible is 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 where Paul says to us that God's grace is sufficient for us even when we're at our weakest. Hi, my name is Roisin and I've been reading Philippians and it has been teaching me all about how um, we should trust in God. Hi again. One of my favourite Bible verses is James 4 verse 8. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I love it how when we accept God, he promises to bring us into his presence. Hi, I'm Isaac. I've been reading John 16:33. It says, "In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I've overcome the world." 
I like this verse because it reminds me that no matter what the situation outside, I know that God's plan will be done. Thank you. Hi, I'm James and I've been reading Acts, learning about how the early church spread and how God helped the disciples do that. Oh, thanks. Um, my name's James and recently I've been reading Psalms, specifically Psalm 55, where it says for me, As for me, I called to God and the Lord saved me. Evening, morning and noon, I felt distressed. This gives me confidence in God and he rescued me from distress. Recently, I've been reading Job 38 to the end of the book because it reminds me of God's amazing power over all things. Oh, thank you, the Bible. There is so much wisdom in this book. I've based my life on trying to live in the way that it says, and it's done me so much good. Thank you. Oh, thanks. This week I've been reading Ecclesiastes. It's just reminded me that there's real wisdom in the Bible, um, and God wants to share it with us. Thanks. I'm Sam, and I've been reading Philippians and about how God wants us to pray about our worries. Hello. Um, a very warm welcome if you've just joined us. Um, the service is just about to start, so you're just in time. And there are some horses here. Um, I really hope this makes up for the complete lack of sheep um, in my last clip. I do apologise, but yeah, I've got some horses. It's pretty exciting. Um, if you missed earlier, I was talking how um, Download, which is our youth group for 14 to 18 year olds, is going to be leading the entire service. So basically, um, yeah, get ready for the best service you've ever watched. Um, fingers crossed, don't let me down guys. Um, but yeah, it should be really good. I can give you a bit of a bit of a preview. Gonna have James Lixbarren um, unpacking a bit of Matthew 6. Um, love a bit of Sermon on the Mount. I think this bit's on giving and modesty. So um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff in there that I can learn. Um, the real question though is, is he gonna have a better shirt than Simon Camsdale? Um, so stick around to find out. Michael Green put together some smashing worship. Um, that's going to be great. Anna Payne's going to be praying for us. Going to be wicked. So yeah, stick around. It's going to be good. Um, the only other thing to say, really, um, if you're watching on Facebook, um, a really cool thing you can do. If you look around on your um, on your, like your iPad or laptop or whatever um, that you're watching on, you should see somewhere there's like, like a little arrow that's sort of looking like that. Um, if that makes any sense. It'll say like share or something on it. Click on that um, and a little menu will pop up and somewhere on that menu hopefully is start watch party or like words to that effect. Um, if you click on that basically what it does is lets all your friends know that um, you're watching church this morning. Um, so yeah click on that and how cool it would be if we um, get like another hundred people watching that have never been to church before. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, go ahead and click on that. But other than that, um, yeah, there's really, that's it. Um, so it's a goodbye from me. Um, goodbye from my horsey friends. Um, and I really, really hope you enjoy today's service. Hello and welcome to Christchurch at Home, Christchurch Winchester's online service. Whoever you are, whether this is your first time or you've been to Christchurch before, you are so very welcome, and we're so glad that you could get out of bed in time to join us. I hope you are all doing well at this strange time. This morning's service is about giving and modesty, and we'll be reading from Matthew 6 verses 1 to 4. However, 
there's something a bit different about our service this morning. Because the kids have taken charge. Well, to be more precise, the teenagers have taken charge. Because this morning's service is being led by Download, which is Christchurch's youth group for 14 to 18 year olds. No, stop. Please don't leave. I promise you this is going to be a good one that you don't want to miss out on. Now, before our first song, uh, I'm just going to say a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much that we can be here together this morning, even though it's not in person. And Lord, I pray that you will be with us this morning during this service. Amen. We're now going to sing a song of worship about God's amazing power, all he's done for us, and how he is worthy of all our praise. In James 4 verse 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So I just really want to encourage you not to treat this like a performance and just watch us singing and playing on your screen, but to really engage, to sing along and try and immerse yourself in God's presence because he wants us to invite him into our hearts and to draw near to us. So I'm going to pray and we'll sing. Father God, I thank you for your amazing power, your amazing forgiveness and your amazing grace. And I pray that you'll just really meet with us all powerfully. In your holy name, Amen. Let's sing. Take my place. 
My grandma actually sent me um, a Bible journal, which is a Bible with gaps where you can write and do nice fonts and stuff. And so I've been doing some artistic drawings and Bible verses in the margins um, to help me remember things and to help it make it more fun for me. me to deepen my faith and uh, it's something nice activity that we do as a family um, with my sister and on family FaceTimes and stuff. And how do you select the verses? Uh, well I kind of I want to have ones that mean something to me and help me through something that I'm going through whether that's something good or something bad that I need help with or um, need inspiration and guidance from. And can you give us an example of your favourite one at the moment or something you're working on? Uh, I like You Are Fearfully and Wonderfully Made 
and I like cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you, which is 1 Peter 5 verse 7. And if you fancy a go yourself, you don't need uh, to be an artist, you just need a Bible and some pens and yeah, just get creative. Let's spend a moment to reflect and say sorry to God when we've not been as generous as we should have been. Lord Jesus, we are sorry for when we have not given to the needy. We are sorry for when we have given to the poor, but did it merely to honour ourselves. Forgive us for when we have been selfish, when we have placed ourselves first and our needs over yours. Remind us that all that we are and all that we have whether that be time, money, or energy, all comes from you. Help us willingly and joyfully surrender it back to you. We repent of the times, Lord Jesus, when we've learned about the early church and about what you said, we failed to respond to it. Forgive us for when we've learned about you, but never acted on what we have learned. Reveal us how to bless others with what you've given us. We ask God for your mercy and your life-changing spirit that we could passionately and selflessly serve you in your kingdom. Mould our hearts so that we wouldn't desire the things of this world but that instead we would set our lives on seeking out spiritual things which no thief can destroy. We confess all the times where we've been self-centred, thinking and acting in our own interests. We're deeply sorry. You are the servant king. Help us be more like you. And once again, we remember your sacrifice for us. And that if the King of Kings died for us, that there can be no sacrifice too great for us to do in return. In your name we pray. Amen. Matthew 6 verses 1 to 4. Giving to the needy. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the street, to be honoured by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Hi, I'm Beth, and today we're going to be talking about the, our attitude when we give. I wonder if you've ever thought a bit like this. 
I share my toys, then everyone will want to be my friend. Or maybe you've thought a bit like this. I wish Dave or Emily could see me being this kind and generous. Or maybe you've thought a bit like this. Look at me. I'm helping mum. Aren't I absolutely amazing? In our passage today, Jesus teaches that God cares more about our attitude when we do good things than how many good things we do. Our attitude is how we think and feel on the inside when we give or help others. We need to be considering the true reason for helping and being kind. Are we wanting other people to congratulate us and applaud us? Perhaps we want to show off to our friends about how great and kind and generous we are. Many people do good things so that they can be seen by those that they want to impress. Is this how we think God wants us to be? Instead, in Matthew 6 verse 4, Jesus says that we should give in secret. We shouldn't be boasting and telling everyone what we have done. God wants our giving and good deeds to be between him and us. No one else needs to know what we are doing, not even our closest friends. We shouldn't be looking to others for praise, but to God. God doesn't want us to be parading around the streets, shouting about what we have just done. So perhaps instead of thinking like this, or this, or even this, perhaps God wants us to be thinking like this. This is between me and God. Or maybe he wants us to think like this. I don't mind if no one sees this because God knows what I'm doing. Let's look at some of the good news during this difficult time. I'm sure we've all heard of the amazing work Captain Tom Moore has done, completing 100 laps of his garden before his 100th birthday, raising over £33 million in the process to be given to NHS charities to help the frontline workers during fight this pandemic. More good news has arisen elsewhere, as the CEO of Twitter has pledged to donate $1 billion to a new fund which is aimed at helping COVID-19 efforts and relief, as well as going towards other worldwide issues such as girls' health and education. Giving is a wonderful thing which we associate with different times of the year, birthdays, Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and it's an action we take to express our love towards people. In 1997, a man called Ted Turner, an American businessman and the founder of CNN in America, announced he was giving $1 billion to the United Nations, directing this money for food, shelter and medical care for those in poverty. He called up Larry King and told him to get the news circulating in the media and then made the official announcement in a New York ballroom filled with reporters and cameras. But Jesus wouldn't have been happy with what he was doing. Jesus tells us that there's a better way to go about giving. 
In the passage, Jesus exposes three possibilities of what our motivations might be while we give. The first is in verse 1. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. In other words, don't do your good deeds for the purpose of being noticed, because that's not the heart that God desires. In fact, Jesus goes further and says, if that's how we give, then we will have no reward in heaven. But why is that? Because we're desiring the approval of our peers and waiting for them to praise us for our generosity, we're shining the spotlight on ourselves and proving that we haven't let God change our hearts. Instead, the good deeds we do should be to make God visible in us and shine the spotlight on him. The second possibility of what might be going on in our hearts is found in verse 3. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing. This is Jesus basically saying that not only are we to avoid the praise of others, but also make sure we don't congratulate ourselves and be gloating in our self-satisfied generosity. This is the one I struggle with the most, as it can be easy to do a good and righteous deed and then think to yourself, wow, look at what I've done. None of my friends are giving this generously. God's pretty lucky to have someone like me on his team. Giving is a real activity, and its purpose is to alleviate the distress of others. Giving is about love, and not about us feeling all high and mighty, thinking how great we are. With this motivation, we're desiring our own approval and fulfilling our want to be a good person. The final possibility of what might be going on is what Jesus hopes is going on. When we give, we're desiring God's approval alone. Our giving is not to be in front of others, waiting for them to applaud us, and not even in front of ourselves, waiting for the right hand, left hand to applaud the right. But in verse 4, it says, Then your Father, who sees what you have done in secret, will reward you. When our hearts are transformed to focus on God, then we live our lives authentically, in front of only God so that his is the only approval that matters. A recent example of such secret giving was in the town of Earlham in Iowa. An anonymous donor gifted every household $150 in gift cards for food, totaling $82,350 of gift cards. All that was attached was a note saying, Earlham resident, during these unusual times, with there being so many unknowns, I have provided three gift cards for local businesses gifted to every household in Earlham. This is the type of giving Jesus would praise as it's done in secret. Well, what does this all mean for us in the situation we find ourselves in at the moment? When we give, often the first thing we think of are presents, money, food. But in the situation we're in now, Sometimes simply giving up your time to catch up with someone you haven't spoken to in a while or spending time with your family or giving your parents or grandparents a phone call is a brilliant act of service. Lots of people in this time may be feeling anxious or lonely due to the unknowns that may lay ahead. And giving up your time to talk to them and listen to them is on its own an act of service. But we must do this giving in the right mindset not for their approval, 
not for your own satisfaction, but for God, because you want to share some of his love to the people around you. Therefore, I challenge you this week to try to give in a way so secretly that no one knows you did it. But the Father in heaven, who sees what you've done, will give you your reward.
I'm here to lead us in a time of prayer. Feel free to close your eyes. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for those who have been donating to charitable organisations over the past few weeks. We pray that you bless these donations, Lord, as they are used to help people all around the world. Lord, we pray also for the world that you are made known, Lord, that your peace and hope can be shared to everyone in this time of worry and anxiety. Lord, we thank you also so much for the NHS, the doctors and nurses, care home workers, and those in the scientific communities who are sacrificing and dedicating their time to serve you. Lord, I pray that you give them wisdom in the day-to-day -day choices that they make. Lord, I pray that you guide their hands as they are working for you and for others. Give them peace in this time, Lord, as they face all sorts of challenges in these circumstances and protect their minds and their bodies, Lord, as they are working in on the front line and in hazardous places. Dear Lord, we also pray for the world leaders. Lord, give them wisdom. Give them peace as they make these crucial day-to-day -day decisions which are protecting um, tens of thousands of people. Lord, we pray that you are in each decision, Lord, and that all is done for your glory. We also thank you, Lord God, that we are able to use this technology to be a community once more. Lord, that together we can build each other up and encourage each other in you, Lord. I pray, pray for the community of Christchurch that we can encourage even more and to share this hope with those around us, with those outside this community and invite people in that we may spread your light. Lord, we also pray for those who are grieving right now. May you give them your comfort, Lord. May we encourage those that are around us where we can, but Lord, can you give them your ultimate peace and comfort as they are struggling in this time? Lord, we thank you that we can still meet together for you, that we can live in the light of your hope in our day to day, Lord, that we can live in your peace. May you give us the strength to face each day, Lord, and the peace to live it out, and to not rile each other up, but to live in your love, and to show that you are still working and that you are your king in this time. Lord, we pray that we can focus on you and that we receive your presence right now. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hello friends, I wanted to let you know that last Friday, after much discussion and prayer during the week with Simon and the diocese, I have accepted their request to be furloughed for the months of May and June. This has been a difficult decision both for the diocese to request and for us as a community to balance the financial needs of the diocese with the clear needs of our mission 
and ministry here. Bethany and I will still be part of the worshipping community and the social life here at Christchurch Winchester, but I am no longer able to do anything that would constitute work. This is very difficult to discern as a minister. Do pray for us as a family and for the bishops and senior staff team as they try to make these difficult decisions to support the work of all churches across the Diocese of Winchester. Thank you for your love and your care over the last few months. We've really had a marvellous welcome here and we look forward to continuing in the mission of Jesus in the coming months. So be well, you have our prayers and we will see you soon. Now let's take a look at the notices for this week. First of all, there's our second contour session today at four o'clock on Facebook Live. This is part two of the contour session, which look at the vision and plan we feel God is calling us to as a church for the whole of the next decade. Today, for part two, is all about the short term. We are going to look together at the vision for the next steps in the immediate future. Our Vicar Simon will take us through all of this and answer any questions all at four o'clock today here on Facebook Live. We have a Facebook prayer group where we bring the specific prayer requests of our church family and of those in the local community to the Lord. Please be a part of this as we feel called to increase our prayer during this lockdown. Go to the CCW prayer group on Facebook and ask to join. Children and young people's activities reminder. We are having so much fun with you on social media and via Zoom. Although if you haven't been able to join us for the last few weeks, don't worry. We miss you and we hope to catch up with you soon. There is a diary with all the key dates so we can catch up with you on social media. Now over to George with Giving at Christchurch. As we look at giving and generosity at Christchurch Winchester, we just want to point out two things to you as our church family. The first thing is that we want to help. Now we have three points of call for those of you that need help at this time. Number one is we have the Early Church Fund. Now the Early Church Fund is for those in financial crisis and if you'd like to contact them their email address is earlychurchfund at gmail.com. Number two, if you need any kind of financial advice whatsoever then please do contact Malcolm. Malcolm is at Frontline and his email address is malcolm.lemon at frontlinedebtadvice.org.uk Number three, if you're running out of food, then please do contact Winchester Basics Bank and their website is www.winchesterbasicsbank.co.uk and their email address is mail at winchesterbasicsbank.co.uk The second thing is that we need your help. And we want to thank you so much for the amazing ways in which you're serving and giving so generously at this time. Now we understand that for some these are challenging times financially, but if you can then please do give to Christchurch to keep our ministry going through this time of colossal need and opportunity. If you can do that then the best and the simplest ways to give today is to visit www ccwinch.org.uk forward slash give. Thank you.
not by now that fall But you have never failed me change to come knowing the battles won for you have never failed me yet your promise still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness still in your hands this is my confidence you've never failed me yet I know the night won't last your word will come to sing your praise again Jesus you're still enough keep me within your love my heart will sing your praise again
Thank you for joining us today, this Sunday, as we come to end of our time together. And I'd like to thank all the downloaders, download leaders, Jack Percy, and Jacob's family for putting this together and making it possible. Before I say a blessing, I'm going to challenge all of you to try and help someone in need this week during these times of troubles, however small or large this is. After I send this blessing, um, we have a Q&A session with Simon in 10 minutes time. I'm now going to pray this passage of scripture at the end of Ephesians 3, starting from verse 20, which we downloaded have recently looked over. Now to him who is able to do immeasurable more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power of Christ, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever, and may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and your loved ones forevermore. Amen. Now you have a few minutes for Simon's Q&A to get a quick tea or coffee. See you in a bit, and God bless.